and it had a lot of sulfur rocks. And we used to go up there and throw rocks at people's cars. And we bust somebody's windshield. I think that was my first incident. Saying that incident that you had, did you get caught? Yes, yes. I, I got caught and I had to go through the juvenile system. My mother had to pay for the windshield and that type so of thing. So they actually arrested you for that? No, 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 no. Some kind of way they found out, you know, that I did it and they came to my house. They didn't arrest me. They didn't do that to juveniles back in the day like that. Okay. You know, they had, they had a center for the juvenile there, take you there, the detectives to interview you, and so on and so on. So they took you, <laughs> came to your house, had you, and escorted you with your mom to a facility, right? Yeah, but detention you know, center. Well, they escorted me. My mother called up my father, and he took me. Okay. You know, and we paid for the windshield, and that was, you know, the end of that. It really didn't go through a court thing. It just went through, through the police, and the windshield was paid for, and that was the end of that. Okay. You know, things in with the court system in June, it was different then. Right, right. They didn't... Um... Right, you know, you didn't have uh, 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 16-year-olds and 13... You couldn't try them as adults and do all that type of thing then. That that law didn't exist then. Right, right. Well, you, you, you were throwing rocks at car windows, which is not the greatest thing to do in the world, but just, it really doesn't... It doesn't no, it's some mean crazy. that you should be doing time in jail, though. You no, know, but it was, kinda... it was some mischief stuff because when you throw rocks at, at, at people's car windshields and if one happened to bust while they're driving, it could turn into a serious accident. Oh, yeah, these were driving cars, right? Yeah, these are cars driving. We're on, on top of the railroad tracks dropping stuff down on them. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. So, when so at ten years old you're doing this and then you had your, your first brush in with the detention center and all of that did that what that that scare you? No, because I actually didn't go to the detention center. I just went to a detective agency and they you know they reviewed the case and let me go. That, that didn't as we, scare you either? No, because as, as we detectives and cops. No, because as we talked, as I got in trouble, my father, like I was saying, he was from Newark. He was well known. He was connected to the politicians. Everything I got in. He got me out of to a just they just couldn't take it anymore. Okay. All right, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. And that was so that was then 10. So fast forward to eighth grade. What kind of mischief are you getting in now in junior high and eighth grade? Oh now, now I'm 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 you know, um we just in the school, we cutting class, you know, we 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 finding ourselves with you the getting chased we, by the truancy office. You know, all that finding ourselves with the little girls, you know, we starting to smell ourselves a little bit. Right, uh -huh. <laughs> you know, and we're just doing crazy stuff in the school, you know, you know, uh, um, in the art class, eight. you know, we're in the, now we're right. in the eighth grade, we're in the art class, you know, whenever we get a substitute, we just go off, you know, right, lot, right. Lot Is there any any substance abuse going on right here now? Any any drugs? Well, now, now, like I'm, that starting, right now? I'm starting to pick up on a little weed, but I didn't really like weed. So my friends was getting a little high. I wasn't really quite, I wasn't really quite, you know, I was just already acting right. up. I ain't need to be her. <laughs> you know, I was yeah. acting up without that. Okay. All right. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. That, you know. So what, what that in the eighth grade. So now you're cutting classes. Y'all doing things like this and right. all of that's going on. So right. what was the escalation from that to, being well, you know, I'm high just, school. I'm what just, high school I'm, did you go to? Well, I'm I'm just doing a lot of things. So at this time, once again, they call my father and and tell him, well, you know, after this eighth grade year is over, the school goes to the ninth grade. 
but we no longer want your son to attend here. You know, so now we got to find a school for me to go. I live in the West Ward. I supposed to go to West Side High School, but I right. say to my I say to myself, I didn't say this to my parents, but they must have knew too. My father. If I go to West Side, that's with the kids right from the neighborhood. I ain't going. I'm not gonna make it. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean by you not going? Tell me what you mean by what you not gonna make it. What that because mean? Because I'm, I'm I'm gonna be in that environment with the kids from the neighborhood that I'm acting out with now. These are the same kids that I went to Madison with, to Seventh Avenue. Because when you come out of Seventh Avenue, now you go to West Side. And when you say you're not gonna make it, meaning you're gonna go there and you're just gonna do. I'm gonna go to school when I wanna. I'm just gonna do whatever. Yeah. You know, I, uh-huh. I'm not gonna make so I went to uh Southside, which turned into Malcolm X Shabazz, you know, and, okay. and fairly when I went down the hill, I knew a few people, but I didn't know people like that. So by the time I really got to know people, I was in the uh maybe going to the eleventh grade, you know, tenth grade in that area. So let me ask you, this was in the 70s now, right? Yeah, I went to high school in, seven, in, in 1972. It was my first year. It's from 72 to 76. And them changing the name of the school from uh, Southside to Malcolm X, uh, Malcolm yeah. X Shabazz, right. that didn't happen until after his death, right? Or was that during the time? No, that's, this, is, this, is, this, is, this is after his death. Malcolm was okay. assassinated in, what, 69, 68, or oh, 60, 60, something. Yeah, this, this happened right. after. We had a, a group of kids that was in the high school that I was in that were higher achievers. They had a school, they would call it a school within a school. These kids mm. had real high IQs. Okay. So the mayor's daughter went there. Her name was Joanne Gibson, Mayor Gibson's daughter. Okay. And uh, she was part of the movement and changing the name. Because in 1968, before, before Martin was killed, he came and spoke at Southside in the auditorium. Okay. You know, so this school is kind of like a, a, a land, you know, kind of like a landmark. Right. You know, And at the time of his death or going towards his death, now we already had the riots and things like that. Right, say right, after King right. died. What was the being in the all black community? I just want people to understand, especially around that time. What was the impact that uh, Malcolm X had on these um, communities, the uh, well, urban but, community? Well, the impact that Malcolm had on the black community. You have to remember. You have to remember that I was young, but you know I I understand what was going on there. We had a lot of drugs in our community, you know, saying I had a lot of heroin in our community because we had a lot of soldiers that were coming back from Vietnam hooked on drugs, right? On heroin. Yeah. So it was mm-hmm. a heroin epidemic in North and New York, you know, and the the, the uh, Nation of Islam used to gather up the brothers that were on drugs and things like that and, you know, kind of pull them out of that, you know, made them know that their, their, surf, their self-worth, you know, that you are better than what you are projecting right now at this time. You know, that's what he, Elijah Muhammad was teaching then. It wasn't so much about him teaching the religion. He was trying to teach us about self. Right. You know, Elijah Muhammad was... Uh... Yeah, Elijah Muhammad was the leader of uh, the Nation of Islam, and Malcolm X was his chief speaker. Right, you know, at the time. At the and, time. And what impact, so that had a heavy impact, so did that make, uh, in, in your group of friends and, and in the group you were around, did you guys at that point, 
during the uprising of the Nation of Islam, or was it after he died? When did you guys say well, to yourself I, I, that, you I, know, I, you think that's something maybe you want to be a part of? Well, I, I went in, it must have been in 72, something like that, but they used to come through the neighborhood, and they had a saying, we're going through the neighborhood, we're going fishing for the lost and the found. Being that we didn't know the religion, the brothers would come around, and they would call us the lost and found. So they would take us to the temple and promise us a, a bean pie and a sandwich. So we would go for the bean pie and the sandwich. And they would tell okay. us, if you got a gun on you, a knife, don't worry about it. We'll hold it and give it back to you when you get finished. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah so they tell you? Yeah, okay. that's what it used to be like then. We go on so South Point. Did y'all really, y'all really was going for a bean pie and a yeah, you know, did really want to know what was going on? But you got kids, we hanging out on the corner, you know, free sandwich. They take us to the Muslim restaurant, give us a free steak sandwich and a bean pie. You know, that was a big thing back then, you know? Right. So right. we go there and listen to the message for an hour and know that we're getting the bean pie and the sandwich. And then they're telling, you know, we're coming back for y'all next week. So they hoping <laughs> as you continue to go, that it start to sink in. Right, you know that right. you, you start to sink in, you know, which it it did with some of us a little early, and some of us it took a, you know, a little long. Right, and and yourself, being that you know you were raised Catholic, but I'm sure at this time you you really wasn't a, a practicing Catholic. Oh no, most definitely, I had been stopped going to uh, <laughs> Catholic school and all that. I don't even want to tell you about that. You know, I couldn't be an <laughs> altar boy. None of they didn't want me to be an altar boy. You know, they said I. <laughs> You know how you put your money in the basket. I put my money <laughs> yeah. in the basket and take some money out the basket. <laughs> so they, yeah, so I, they like, I no, you can't sing in the choir. You can't be no altar boy. You can't be nothing here. But just come to church on Sunday. <laughs> just come, to, just come to church on Sunday, huh? That was it. Huh? That <laughs> you was know, it. well, as as far as that, they didn't let me participate in none of the the, the the school activities. I think I played a little flag football back then. You know. And that was because, you know, you're you trying to get out, I guess, some frustration. You want to hit somebody because you could hit them for five yards. After five yards, you can't hit people in flag football and you can't tackle them. Oh, no. Them. No, you can't, Yeah. After five yards, you can't hit them. I'll explain okay. more of that to you as we go along in my history. About okay. That. Okay. So, um, all right. So, around this time, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, I thought the conversion of uh, coming into Islam especially in the community, and, and you was around the time, what, when, when you started high school, or was that like... Yeah, mostly, was a, that a little the... bit before, but really when I when I started high school, yeah. Okay, so around freshman, sophomore yeah. year, around that time, around, right? Around freshman year, you know, because around sophomore year, I thought I was Muslim then, full fledged, you know. I might have the bow tie on, sell a few papers and everything. <laughs> the Muhammad, oh, yeah, the Muhammad selling papers and everything. Yeah. yeah, because you okay. would buy the you papers, was... and then when you sell the papers, you get your money back. Okay, yeah. so at this time you was actually, you was actually part of the nation of Islam, yes, right? Right. You know. Okay. You know, this is when they okay, had. So it, you didn't have Juma on Friday. You went to the temple on Sunday, just like people go to church on Sunday. You didn't sit on the floor. Then you sat in seats. You know, different hap different things happen as the years and the time evolved, and they got more into the religion from studying more in the books. Right. 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 So at this time, you, your group of friends too, everybody you with, mostly hanging out with, everybody converted. Oh, a, a few people, a few, a few of, of us, you know, 
most most of us, you know. And I don't I don't know if we converted because we really wanted to learn the religion or that was the thing at that time. For those who right. so for those who dared to do it, because you know, at that time your parents be like, yeah, I don't care, you know, where you going? Your, your name is Orlando. All oh, that talk about your name is Salik. We don't want to hear that. <laughs> 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 yeah, nobody really cared, right? Because he wasn't changing your name legally then, and nobody you know, was calling you yeah, by it, well, right? Yeah, none, none of the people in the street, right, pretty much, right. right? You know, and then at that time, right. they really wasn't calling, <coughs> really wasn't calling you out in the street, because you have to remember when you first went into the nation of Islam, then they didn't really have the names. You know, some people had the names, but you had you had you had numbers. Like I would be Orlando Two X because I would be numbered the only. Orlando in the masjid or be the the second person. And your, okay. your name would have X's and numbers by them. Frank Frank okay. Nine, you know, uh Al Wan three, you know, like that. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, because you had to write a letter to Chicago and keep all the lines straight on the letter because you had to write it on paper with no lines, send that to Chicago. And if the paper was correct and everything, they'll send it back to you. With your with the number of your ex of who you are. Okay, okay. So that was what they were doing. Then, they were doing this all. Okay, they were doing, they were doing this. Then. Okay. You know, all to the time why Elijah Muhammad was alive. Now, when when he died, his son took over, which his son was a student of Malcolm X. So you know, even when Elijah Muhammad and Malcolm X fell out, his son was still like a student of, of Malcolm X, you know, because, you know, when Malcolm went to uh, uh, the Middle East, he found out that there are Muslims that are white. When he went to the Middle East, is that, that's how he got his name. You know, Malik al-Shabazz. They gave him mm -hmm. his name. You know, so right. he, he, he's, when he came back, he started looking at things a different way. The way that Muslims are now, he was way ahead of his time. He was like that then when he came back. Right, no. right. So, all right. So, as you're going through, you're going through high school now, and you started ninth grade and you sophomore year. Right now, you converted to Islam. Mostly, you and your, your kind of guys you're running with. Did that any in any way? Did you think, or did that divide you from the street at all? Mm -hmm. Being being Muslim at that point, did you look at the street or like um, the teachings were? You know, stay out of the street. Don't do this and don't do that. Or was it just a clear divide? It was like, okay, I'm Muslim. I'm Muslim, but I'm still in the street, or I'm still doing this. Or was there a contrast? Was there any difference to you? Let me let me say this. I hope that when I when I say this, and, and mm -hmm. as you record this, and you mm -hmm. get out there, that this doesn't bring mm -hmm. to you or me. At that, mm -hmm. a lot of the brothers that were Muslim, the older brothers that were in the masjid, they were bankrupt. Okay. And you know, right. Various different ways they had two and three Cadillacs. So a lot of us young guys, we wanted to be like that. Right. And right. Stores and stuff like that, but a lot of the stores were just for what they were doing. You know. And uh, you know, we we wanted to be like them. So, you know, everybody wasn't like that, but it was you know some of the bro. I that's what I I gravitated to. I put that. Right. I gravitated right. to, to those type of people. You know, there was good people. Right. They didn't use drugs back then or none of that, you know. You know, that's when, you, you know, when you had the women, they wore, uh, you know, longs 
If there wasn't your wife, she had to sit in the back of the car. If, when you traveled, she couldn't sit in the front seat and be non-married or in the front seat of another man's car. Right, yeah, you know. right, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I got you on that, right. yeah. Um, so, yeah, so basically the criminality of it all just was just so happened that nothing, it didn't, didn't separate, which, you know, we talk a lot about certain religions, but I don't think in any religion anything separates the person from uh, what they do, right? Oh, no. Or who they you are, know, you know. I, mean, I don't think it's, I think it's just a clear well, listen, in any religion, some people think. You have, you have man, and man is... Imperfect, you know, and that's a bad cast that Muslims and a lot of religions have that you're in this religion, you should be perfect. You know, you're a man and you're subject to fault. You understand? Some faults you can prevent, you know, and some that you you, you cannot, you know, but it's the path that you lead yourself down. But it's always going to be bumps in the road. The whole thing is about navigating around these bumps. You know, not just falling right. into a certain thing, you know, like with, with me, my lifestyle, I drew myself to that because I didn't have any reason to go into the lifestyle that I had as we continue this this conversation, you know, because I went to Catholic school. I mean, you know, I had, I, we wasn't rich, but I, I didn't have to want for anything. I'll put it like that. Could it have been the environment when you think about it? I mean, it's a certain environment. So let's think, if you would have went down south, you think things would have been the same? I want, you, you, let, let, let me say this to you. No, because this is, the, I know this is an old saying, you take yourself wherever you go. Right. You know, so right. when you a guy, yeah. even if you a guy looking for drugs, you go somewhere in another town. I've never been there. I'll eventually, I'll find them if that's what I'm looking for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you will. And, yeah, and, that's true. and to, to, yeah. to, to, to to, to make this point, I grew up on South 14th Street. Your mother grew up on South 16th Street in between the same two blocks that I grew up on. She went to a Catholic school. <clears throat> she came out of the Catholic school in the eighth grade. She went to West Side. She went there for a couple of days and said she didn't like it. So she went to Weekway High School. Your mother went to Spelman, one of the most prestigious schools for black women in America. So it's it's I'm not gonna say the environment. It's what you draw yourself to. <laughs> it's what you draw yourself that's, to, man. That's 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 good. I'm glad you made that home. <laughs> I'm glad you made that clarification. You know, it's what you draw yourself uh, to. You know, right. Like, I, so I, I added to yeah. your mother and me, you know, it was like night and day. She used to try to, you know, try to help me, but my I was kind of I'm not gonna tell you. I'm just, I guess too far gone. <laughs> it was too far gone at in that the street, point, huh? you know. But I always, yeah, yeah. I always respected her. I never did anything, you know, around her or anything like that. But, you know, I just couldn't, I, I just couldn't get it together. <laughs> so yeah, I, I hear you. So saying that, when when you say when you go to, um, when we're talking about going through high school, when you got all these other things going on, and you got these guys that you know you admire a little bit, or they kind of right. mentors, they 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 of the nation of Islam. But they hitting banks right, and stuff right. like that. When does it? When do? When do you get in your mind? It's like you know what? I'm a. Uh, this is, I can do what I need to do on my own, and I can kind of write my own ship and write my own script within this, right. this parallel of being in this in this neighborhood and, and in this in this uh, environment. Where you was it a crew or was it just mainly or you just well you, you know it it was, it, it was just self. me and then I adapted to my neighborhood. And it and it and it turned into a crew, 
You know, I, I got into the stolen car thing. And I, I don't know if I was trying to prove that I was tough or I, that I that I could handle it or what, you know, but I know I, I stepped into a, a arena that it, it took me a long time to, to try to step out. And I, and I think I, I, I stepped out because I just couldn't tolerate it anymore with my age or whatever. It's not that I <laughs> Right. Yeah. That's why I think, I think the same thing. So when you when you when you think when you think of when you think about that, so when was the leading up to high school, I'm imagine, did you ever have a situation in high school where you had to actually go to a detention center? Did it ever come to the time where your father couldn't get you out well, of something I, in high I school? To, I went, to, I, to, I went to a detention center, but I didn't stay long. Now, let, let me tell you about an incident. This is an incident that I, I, this is one of the incidents that I regret in my life. I wish that it never happened. You know, I'm going to be open with this. I don't know who's going to hear this. I don't know what this is going to, you know, start. But this is what happened. And that was the era of stolen cars. North was the capital of stolen cars back then. You know, and that's what I used right. to do every weekend. You know, me and my friends used to go out and on the weekend. So was that so you just you just do it on the weekends? You wouldn't do uh, it on well, the weekends. On One thing about <laughs> me through all this, I always went to school, even if I didn't go to class, I went to the school. <laughs> okay. So you just went to the school. <laughs> no, you know, because I used to like to dress, so I go to school dressed up and hang out in the hallway, go to some classes, some not. It all depends. Okay. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So um these guys stole a car <clears throat> and we were out at a party. We saw them when they, you know, that the car was stolen. So when they went in the party, we stole the car from them. So, <laughs> oh, you stole the a stolen day. car. So okay. we had the car for a couple of days. So one day, you know, my friends, couple of days, what was y'all parking it? Putting gas there? in it and everything. <laughs> <laughs> wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. How was you starting this car? You had the key. Oh, this is this is this is this, this is this is this is back in the day when the ignition they had something you call the uh, a snatch bar. It has a screw on the end and it's a long metal pipe. You take the screw on the long metal pipe, you put it in the ignition, and you screw it in there. You force it in there, and you screw it in there, and they call it a snatch bar. You pull the handle back and they pull the whole ignition out. Now, when okay. you pull the ignition out, it's a plug up under the car that's just like a plug that you plug in the wall. You take the plug out, right. take the ball bearings out, and any key is start the car. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this, this was cars this from cars the 70s, from the 70s, right? This yeah, yeah, 70, you can't right? do that now. They got yeah. some other technique. I don't know what yeah. they're doing now, but they're still stealing them. They ain't even doing that. They're just taking them at the light now. You know. <laughs> yeah, they, they got to take them while you're in them now because it's yeah, kind of yeah, difficult. Yeah, because you yeah, got you it difficult all that did. You can take the car and they'll cut it off. They got all kind of trackers on the cars and that. Anyway, we stole the car. So you having this car for all of these days, putting gas in and everything. Now, I always was a Nobody, ride. I, it's not attracting any attention. Huh? Say that again? It's not attracting any, any I don't attention. No, we ain't, we ain't, we ain't usually ride to at night. You know, I guess the police is looking okay. for the car, you know. But our whole, our whole thing is when the police get behind us, we, we drive fast and get away from the police or drive fast enough and crash the car and jump out and run. <laughs> okay. That was, so that was, that was the thing, yeah. huh? Drive fast <laughs> enough you can't get away. Just crash and go ahead get out and, and run. run. You know, whoever get caught, get caught. You know, just don't tell on the rest of the people that was in the car. <laughs> All right. So Okay. So... so what happened with so this we, car? Yeah, so one night, that y'all stole one night they came else. by to pick me up, and my father happened to be 
coming by. He happened to be there. He said, look, man, I see your friends out there, Mustafa, Marvin, and so-and-so. Because all the trouble I got, I used to get in with him. So um, he says, don't get in that car. You know, because I'm tired of going down to the station picking you up on the weekend. Oh, he's seen no, you. No, he ain't seen car. me. He's seen them with the car parked outside. Well, he's saying he was going oh, out. Okay. He said, don't get in that car. You know, I said, yeah, dressed up, put my clothes on. We're supposed to be going to a show in a stolen car downtown. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> you know, you know, now what kind of show were you guys uh, going to? What was, what was this, the, the Whispers, the Delphonics? You know, a, 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 okay. a, a musical right show down show. at the um, Symphony Hall. This is when Symphony Hall okay. was big. Like a, like a concert. concert, right? You know, so yeah. now I'm, my element has changed a little bit because now I'm getting a little high, too. I'm getting a little I'm drinking. I'm drinking okay. cough syrup now. Okay, what the what the kids call lean yeah, nowadays? Right, right. Promethazine, you know, but they they call it uh Romatazine AC with codeine. And, um, okay, and we had right. the little pills to go with it, and called zebras. They were emperors, you know. They were they were downers. Okay, they were like right. I, I would say like sleeping pills. They would put you to sleep, but then we would drink the cough syrup with them, and I guess that would think make you think that you had a little mellow high. <laughs> anyway. Mm. We had the car, and um, we were coming across Jellif Avenue, and the police got behind us. So, of course, we started running. So he, he Mustafa mm-hmm. was driving, and he floored it. As we were coming across Jellif Avenue, a car was coming up Madison. We hit the car while the police were chasing us, and the lady flew out. The, and the lady flew mm. out the windshield, and. The man, the the, the 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 steering wheel crushed him, so we killed the two people in the other car. And um, you know, that's yeah, that's that's, that's yeah. a shame. Yeah, so you know, this, this is, is in seven. This this this, this is this, the... I'm in the tenth grade now, somewhere around there. I'm like I know I'm like 15, 15, 14 years old now. I'm in high school, so you know they lock mm-hmm. us up that night after they take me to the hospital because I bust my chin open, my teeth came through my chin and. You know, a couple of we was because you wasn't wearing the seatbelt, probably, no seat right? Belt. You in the front yeah, seat. We know it was seatbelt. Nobody wasn't wearing no seatbelt. Yeah, we well, was in the front seat. If I wasn't in the front seat, I wasn't riding because I want to be close to the door so I can jump out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they didn't have so the car y'all had didn't have no back door. No, it was a four door. It was a four door. It was a four door. Oh, okay, but I just like to sit. There. I like to sit so, in the front. You know, I, back then I really couldn't drive, so I wasn't a driver. I always was a passenger. And a lot of us, okay. a lot of so, us, that's how we learned how to drive the stolen car. So how did you, so listen, did you have a chance from, I know you had, your face was in the dashboard. Did you have a chance to think about? Well, this is, this is what's happening. What, ha- what happened? Did you have the chance to think about yeah. what happened? Think about what, what, what well, actually We had a chance really to happened? think about what expired a couple of days later. You got to remember. Now, I, I, I was inebriated. Then the impact from that. The impact, I could have got out the car, but my legs wouldn't move. My legs wouldn't move. The door was open, but you know, from that impact, the shock, it did something to my legs. Right. You know, and uh Marvin Mustafa, he got out the car and fell out of the corner. You know, that 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 impact, you know. I had a, I had a little gun right. that I took out the house. It was my father's. I threw that in the back seat. Dudes in the back seat all told, oh no, that's his father's gun. That's his. 
So listen, at this point, you, you're riding around the stolen car, riding around with your still your father's gun. You riding yeah. around with that too, huh? Because okay. you know we're going dumb stuff. We we you on we the going, we're going, huh? we're going out here. Yeah, you yeah. getting high. You riding around at 15. We're yeah, going to the bus stop. We're going to the bus yeah. stop, taking people coats and shit. Yeah. Oh, so you robbing people at the bus <laughs> stop too? What happened? Y'all no, we, that we that doing day? that with the stolen car. <laughs> Oh man, y'all, y'all needed y'all needed this attention, so y'all need to sit down for so, a second, man. Y'all needed so. To. Um, okay, they take us downtown. We juveniles now. The law is different because they was calling that vehicular homicide then, mm-hmm. and um, they took us downtown, had us down there all night. They let us go. You know, my father came and got me. Let me go. You know. He was working for a Bell's bondsman, so he got me a lawyer. He let us go. So, you know, I think it was a year. Or I don't know how long it took. We finally went to court. You had to get bailed no, out. No, they didn't have they didn't have well, the I bail guess. system for no juveniles. Then it was different. The whole the whole yeah, the whole criminal system was different. You know, because you you had to be this eighteen. Is, what was the charges, you guys? What was the charges? They gave? Vehicular homicide. Vehicular homicide. Yeah, homicide. You know, death by order. Mm-hmm. So at this time, you got to so, remember, I ain't have no record, nothing. And, you know, and I told you my father knew a lot of people. So anyway. What about what about your boy? What about Marvin? Uh, well, look, 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 Ma- Ma- Marvin, Marvin already had a record, and all of them went to uh, uh, alternative school. Marvin went to Montgomery, and the rest of them went to Woodland. I was the only one that was in the high school of... of when you say alternative school, you're saying based like a special, special ed, ed program. School for bad kids. <laughs> you right. know, where they where they where, so where they can, didn't focus if, if people can they think didn't about focus this. in on on uh, uh academics. They they focus on in on um uh, behavior, behavior right? and um they had an auto mechanic shop there, they had a bakery, they tried to get these kids a trade. So you know, right? Yeah. So I just want the audience, so you know, so the audience, while you're listening, this is kids that are disruptive, and they get in, in the inner city, right, in the urban, even going back to the '60s and '70s, they're being housed inside of these facilities. That's all about behavior, right? Nothing about academics. Nothing actually, really about uh, a teaching of what the process is or what got them there, what the process is of them, you know, it's all a reactionary. It's no proactive thinking well, to me when you get in well, these well, uh, institutions. At that time, when you get in those institutions, it's really kind of like a breeding ground for guys to get together and, 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 and plot their next crime. You know, you know, like when we get out, when we this get out, true? we're going to yeah. do this, that, and the other, you know. Now you meet a couple of guys from across town, from over here, over there, and all that kind of, you know. You, you get together and you right. and you, so, and you form these type of uh, alliances. Before we digress too much, let's go. So, what happens after your your dad? Picks oh, he, you he up, picks me right? up anyway. Example, he picks I, you up. I, I go to court and um, they decide to give me five years probation because I, I ain't I, I ain't have a record. So the judge says, uh, well, you know, are you um, you know, tell tell me. You know, are you compassionate? You know, what kind of compassion do you have to tell me about, you know, what you did? And, you know, are you remorseful? So I say, I don't have nothing to say. So the judge said, he tell my father, my lawyer, y'all better take him out in the hallway and tell him he better come back in here and say something. <laughs> I was wondering that. They didn't prep no. you? you know, so he, he, 
<laughs> even at that age, knowing that what happened, what transpired, you know, just to say in your mind, you were still at the point to where it was like nobody still yeah. telling me what to do, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, regardless of whatever happened, who we killed, nobody just, just don't tell you know, me what but to that, do. But that was right? the worst mistake because when I stepped away from that, I really thought I could step away from things then. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, because when you when you yeah, know, so when that happened, this is when they so, sent me to uh, a, a program called the Vinica Society, and the Vinica Society was housed inside the YMCA. YMCA, and once again, these people who ran the Vinica Society came from the East Ward of Newark. And they lived in a section where my grandmother lived and my father knew them. This is once again some people he knew. He got me into the program. He got the people to talk to the judge, blah, blah, blah. So I, I escaped again. You know, I, I went into the, right. you, oh, you know, right. I went you to the program. The, okay. And this is the time when I was at the program, you know, I used to see your grandfather every day because he ran the cafeteria downstairs that made all the lunches and stuff mm-hmm. for us inside the Y. And he saw me. He mm-hmm. said, "Wes, what you doing here?" I said, "Mr. Hamilton, you know, I'm... <laughs> I did this." That he said, "Yeah, I read about it in the paper." <laughs> yeah, but they oh, so just he still, already they just, knew. They, they had, they, that's when they was no, putting no, you couldn't put the names, names in their paper too. But everybody in the neighborhood knew. You know, I only lived around the corner from y'all, two blocks. <laughs> right, right. I only lived so, two blocks. Every I don't know. You, now, so when not, you not trying to cut you off, but when I had the accident. The accident happened on the corner of, of Jellof and Madison. And so happened, these girls that I used to know and I used to talk to, it happened in front of their house. So when they came outside and saw that, you know, the, the next day or whenever in the school, that was over. They put that out. Oh, you know what he did now? He killed two people. <laughs> you know. So, so, mm. so when I came yeah, back so to school was... now, it was a, huh, a, a, a murderer, you know, but I... In my sick mind, I thought that was some kind of like celebrity type thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm sure, I'm sure that, um, I'm sure it was right at that point, right, and in, in, in the city of that, and and being that, um, right. role models, right? Or your role models exactly. were kind of bank robbers, and the city was so much going on. So, how did you feel? What was that? What was that? Did you feel? Did they treat? Did people well, treat you any know. different after that? It, it, it made the the the. Uh, the female, I think they were a little scared. You know, this dude is a little off. <laughs> and then I was in high school. You know, I used to just, sometimes I used to just say anything out of my mouth. <laughs> oh, okay. So you used to say you anything. Know, okay. To, 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 to females, reaction, yeah, you know, right? I used to just say anything out of my mouth. Like, you know, not trying to skip ahead, but when I was in 11th grade, we used to have uh, class meetings for the next year when we became seniors. And, you know, we used to have votes on everything. Me and my friends used to go to the meeting just to disrupt the meeting. We didn't care what they was doing. You know, we just used to go up in there mm. and just disrupt the meeting, you know. Like every Friday, we used to get up in the morning on Thursday, go to the barbershop, get a haircut, then get us a bottle of cough syrup and drink it and go to school. <laughs> in the morning. Yeah. In the morning, too. <laughs> Yeah, getting up early just to get high to go to school. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> so you going through 11th grade. After you finish this program, what are you thinking after you get out the YMCA? First of all, first the program? Of all, like, first of all what's going on I now? Didn't really, I didn't adjust in the program. The program is from six months to a year. I was in the program three years. 
you know, I didn't get out of the mm. program until I graduated from high school. The pro the program. Okay, so you so you went to school during the I day. Lived you went to the program I lived there. I lived there at night. night. So I lived in the YMCA. Oh, you, you know, lived there. Okay. The, the program was I don't know. I think that was a little dis, uh, enabler too because they used to take us to the All Star game. That was the first time I went to a basketball All Star in Madison Square Garden. They used to take us to camp up in the mountains. They used to do a lot of things to take us to uh, premieres and things like that. Every Christmas, every holiday, they would give us money. And we would go to the clothing stores and buy us clothes because you remember the program now is funded by Dyfus. So Dyfus is giving them money. We had a $40 uh, allowance to eat food for a week. You know, food was cheaper than we used. So we used to eat in a restaurant across the street and just sign, order whatever you want. You know, so this went on for three right. years, you know. The only thing is I had curfews. I think on the weekday it was it was nine o'clock. What was this? What was your situation? Everybody had their own room. like in there. Yeah, we had our own room. Oh, you had we your had own the, room. the telephone okay. booths in the hallway. Uh, they had a pool table up there, ping pong table. You know, it was. So how was that for you when you compare that life to living with your aunt or, or living with your, your your mom before she passed away? How did how did you feel about that? Was that I mean, you know, I, you know, was it better I mean, worse? I, I'm telling I'm telling this story, but you 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 know a little bit about my story. I think that was the worst thing that happened because I adapted to that. And from then on, going away to prison or anything like that, I mean, it meant something to me. But after I got there, I just adapt to whatever situation was going on. You know, I'd be feeling like I'm here now. I'm stuck. Right. So I, I just. Right. There's right, nothing right. else so I can nothing do. you can do, right? You know, my whole model was, let me try to get the best deal I can get. So I don't have to do a whole lot of time. Even though I'm doing a lot of time, I'm just doing it right. in parts. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, now I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, you're doing it in part. So when you when you when you did all of that and then um did the program for three years, I didn't even know you did that program for three years. That was and that's a big piece of your uh yeah, that's a big piece of adolescence. That's a big piece of my life. That's a big piece. You gotta say from 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 Yeah, it from, is uh you you're talking about from the from the tenth grade to when I graduated and then maybe I stayed down there a year after that. You know, and in, in that area. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's you know, a big and, part you know, of your life. So, I mean, you've been dealing with institutions. That's, that's, that's another institution all by institution. itself, right? Going. Only thing you're doing there is I was just going to regular school. I would come back. So three nights of the week, we would have group downstairs in the Y, you know, where you talk about what's going on with you, whatever problems, and, you know, people get caught getting high that's in the group and all, all kinds of you know, uh, things going on, you know, and they had three groups as you advance to another group, you know, you get a little more privileges, things like that. Right. So, um, after that, you come out of there, I mean, you graduate or whatever, you're 17, 18 now, right? At this point, are you, are you going to get well, a I'm, job? I'm, I'm, still, I'm still on the street. street. I'm on the street for a while time. because now I'm in, I'm into, I'm into selling narcotics, drugs, and all that, and I'm doing all right doing that. So I'm like, you know, I don't see no, I don't see no need for so no, back then. That was, yes, it was. was I don't see no need for right? a job. You know, I, I think I'm pretty slick. I'm dressing, you know, while I'm, I'm uh, what were you saying um, at this time? Now we have moved to uh, Hill Manor. 
I was living in Hill Manor. Then I'm on High Street. I'm in the Central Ward now. I'm in the Central Ward. But okay. still, living, my aunt, still, my aunt still, raised right? me living all through my life. Yeah, my cousin, cousin? Uh, Marlo and Valerie. But at this time, a son, uh, Marlo, mm-hmm. he went to the service. He went to West Side, but he ended up going to the service. So it was just me and um, okay. a daughter. But you got to remember, a lot of times with them, after 14th Street, I, even though I lived with them, I wasn't with them because I was incarcerated somewhere. Some kind of way I was in some kind of, you know, right. some right. kind of locker, you know, because when I was, when they lived Capacity, on high school, yeah. I yeah. used to just come home on the holidays, Christmas, uh, Thanksgiving, you know, Easter, spend two days, three days and have to go back. You know, so a, a mm. lot of that adolescence, you know, I, I was away, you know, but the the first time I, I I really went to jail. I was like 27. I mean, to a, to an institution, institution so, where they kept me, kept me. Okay, so let's say from the time mm-hmm. you were 18, right? 18, graduated. You got this YMCA program. You living with your you living with your right. aunt at this point, Hill Manor. From from the time you were 18 to 27. Obviously, I'm, I'm assuming oh, no, you stopped selling cars, right? No, that, after that, that after that, that, thing anymore, that, right? that, that situation, I ain't still no more cars. That was, you know, I, I grew out of that. Now I'm into the drug thing, so I ain't still no cars. So you were able to you you were able to sell distribute drugs from that time yeah, to 27 so, so, without getting right. I used to get any significant trouble now and then. Used to get probation, so and so, you know, things like that, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. now. My mm-hmm. friend uh, Mustafa, when I started selling the drugs, you know, I got him with me. You know, I I bring him into that part of uh, of my life with the drugs. You know, we already have been doing stuff. You know, but see, you know, I, I call myself right. being smart. You know, I'm gonna bring him in because he's supposed to be so called tough guy. So I'm gonna let him handle that part. Yeah, he the muscle. He, he, he the muscle, muscle. right? <laughs> 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 you know, so yeah. I bring him in. We get a couple of more guys, and we think we got a little gang going on. <laughs> you know, back then, right? <laughs> you know, back but then. I'm the yeah. only one. I'm, got, the, I'm the only one that get to the drugs. Nobody get the drugs from. So you know, man, and I'm, I, so they following. Oh, so they know, need you, right? I got the, I got the drugs. Yeah. <laughs> You got you, you got yeah you got the drugs so you, yeah, you, you right everybody got to eat through right you, so they need you right you at know, this point so, right you know I really so, think I'm the man so all the way up until 27 you really hadn't no got no real trouble, trouble that would that, that would make me uh have to have to go away right I I hadn't I hadn't gotten in any trouble like that no you know I I even got I got caught one night with a uh, me and my friends in the car with a gun. You know, but I, I got probation for that. You know, you know because I, 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 I eventually I did some work. I worked for the North Board of Education, but my first real job is I went upstate New York. I had a girlfriend and um, a family, and them they got me a job. I really didn't want no job. I just filled out the application so they would stop bothering me about it. You know, I used to go up there on the weekend. It was up. I ain't really expect to get no job. Then when they called me, you know, I was like, "Oh man," because <laughs> I'm selling drugs, man. I'm, I'm making more hit than the job. So I took the job, you know. Right. And I was up there for two years, 
And then, you know, the real me came out. I started acting out. <laughs> and I started my, my, my getting high stuff, coming to, coming to work. Not actually high, but the after effects of getting high. I, was, I guess I was. Yeah, I was still high. <laughs> and, you know, one thing led to another. I, I, right. you know, I blew yeah. that job. Now I'm back in North. You, you find know, yourself back in North right after that. So now I'm back in the Central Ward. Now I go immediately to the drug area and start selling drugs. You know, so I'm 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 getting by like you know I'm mm-hmm. getting by like that. You know, and then um when I I catch a couple of drug cases, I get too many. I get in the um <laughs> I get in another chase with the police with my friend's car. They arrest yeah. me, talking about the drugs was on the seat of the car in plain view, which we know it wasn't. They just knew I had the drugs in some kind of way. They got on me. Now, though, when I get caught with these drugs, we're talking about the crack era. I get caught with a thousand bottles of crack. Okay. <clears throat> it's the 80s, right? This is the 80s. This is 85, 84, somewhere like that. So now, I got a couple of pill cases. I got the crack case. So now... I'm already out on bail on a bunch of cases, you know. So now I, I go to court and I get sent away. I go to uh um So before you even get sent away, what else is what else is going on at this time? What what's going on? Well, family, my, my family, family, dynamics, family dynamics. You, know, you know, my aunt used to cook a lot on Sundays, you know, Thanksgiving, she would cook uh, you know, three times a week. But I'm in I'm in the street. I'm not you know, this thing has took me so far out. I'm not no family oriented person. You know, the street is the street is my family. At in that the street. Right. And we're talking if we talk 84, 85, obviously you already had me, right? right? right. So this was had to be two years, right? Yeah, you're born in, in, in 83, my life. So two years of that. Right. At this right. 83, yeah. Right, right. You already so, was, yeah, right, right. You was you was at you the was time already. of you. Being that, I didn't even hear that. Cut in and out. Hello. Hello. Yeah, I can hear you. Hello. And and and. Yeah. And okay. Go ahead now. My my thing with you. I couldn't as, hear as you. you. As you okay. were first born, I was still, you know, running the street. You know, your your, your mother had to kind of like lay a foot down. Then I kind of came around, you know, with you, you know, and that was because of. I think the selling the drugs and the buying the clothes, I had become real selfish, you know? So now you're right. born, you know, I, I whatever I'm doing, I got to let go of some of this money now. <laughs> right. right, right, yeah. Me, I gotta, yeah, you got to let, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let go of this money. But I respected your mother. She never called the welfare people on me. She never did none of that. So, you know, I guess she decided, you know, mm-hmm. he out there doing whatever he's doing. Your mother had a friend called Cynthia. Cynthia used to know where I'd be at. They'd come where I'm at and get that money. <laughs> you know, Cynthia that lived oh, up yeah, the street. Okay. You know, because your mother always, your grandfather <laughs> yeah, them yeah, always had her right. like she could drive the cars. So, you know, she'll come where I'm at. Look, I right. need this, I need that. <laughs> you know, and Pull up on me over there on Chancellor right. Avenue and all the time. They said, somebody over there wants you in the car. Here comes Cynthia. Your mother stay in the car. He said, Karen wants you. She over there. <laughs> you know. <so> yeah. <laughs> right. 
Right, right. Yeah, no, I get you. She never jumped down on me. And, you know, even when she caught me doing something wrong, you, you, your mother had a real calm attitude, but she'll get you back. <laughs> she, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. She had a real calm. Yeah, she, she never did. got excited, yeah. you know. Me and her, uh, uh, not trying to skip too far ahead, we had an incident one time, you know. And I guess she said, oh, you know, I'm going to show you. She hit me in the head with a piggy bank. <laughs> we never had another incident after that. That was it. That was it. That was it. <laughs> that was I, it. I taught you. you know, learned I was yourself, so surprised learned, that she learned did a lesson that. after that. I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and she did it in your grandfather's in house. <laughs> up front in that whole room. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, you know, we didn't have no more problems after that. Like that. Buy your merch at madeitinc.myshopify.com. Any questions or concerns, send to timewestshow83 at gmail.com.